0: Ready, set, stimulate. Let's get the small talk. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode 44 of Let's Get the Small Talk. Today is going to be a very special episode because today we will be discussing why in the world out of 12 months is black history celebrated in February? Not only is it one of the coldest months, but it's the shortest month of the year. If you're interested in knowing why, then stick around because we will be diving deep. Once again, this episode is titled, Why is Black History Month celebrated in February? We will be diving into the origins of it. Before we do so, let's talk about the podcast. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to support it and help it reach its fullest potential, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. Just one. That's all. Just one. If you know someone who would like to know why Black History Month is celebrated in February, then send it to them. I deeply appreciate it and thank you in advance. Okay. Let's jump into our first segment, score. Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. I wanna share a message with all of the goal seekers out there. Everyone that's striving and thriving, trying to make a difference, trying to do better, trying to change. I want you to know That I believe in you. I am proud of you. Even during the times when you can't figure out what to do next. I want you to know that I believe in you. Those moments when you choose not to put any effort or energy into investing in your future. I want you to know that I believe in you. Those times when it feels like life just took a seat. On your neck, and its weight is bearing you down and stressing you out. I want you to know that I believe in you. Or those moments when your relationship takes a dip and you can't focus on anything else until things are right again. I want you to know that I believe in you. Or those trying times when parenthood is draining you empty and you're too tired. To even think of doing anything extra, I want you to know that I still believe in you. Because here's the thing, my friend I can believe in you from the heavens to the end of the universe, but it does no good if you don't believe in yourself. You heard me say it a thousand times it's not gonna be easy because as long as we're living, Life will continue to happen. Every day will not be a good day, but every day will also not be a bad one. So my advice to you is to ride the highs like there is no tomorrow. And when life goes around the curve and dips low, hold on tight to your belief with all of your might. Yes, I believe in you. But what makes the difference is you believing in yourself. Okay? You got this. The rain gets tired too. So be ready because the sun will break through. Okay? With that being said, let's dive right in. Why is Black History Month celebrated in February? Before we dive into the deep waters... I want to talk about my personal take on Black History Month. First things first, I don't like being called black. And the obvious reason why is because when I look down at the back of my hand, I see nothing but beautiful brown skin. So that's self-explanatory. Ever since I was a child, my mother told me very early on that your skin is not black, son. So don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And that always stuck with me. And I made sure to pass that same message down to my daughter. You have beautiful brown skin. I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what terminology anyone else wants to use. You have beautiful brown skin. I am African American. From the history that I do know about my family tree going back three generations... Majority of them are from Florida. I learned that from my grandmother, who was born in 1938 and grew up in Tallahassee. And I am positive that her great-grandparents were slaves. Do I know where my family held from before they were brought to America? No, I don't. But that doesn't mean the story begins in America. That doesn't mean the story begins in slavery. And that's one of the main issues I have with the history teachings of African-American black history in the States. It always starts with slavery, then the Civil War. Then they share a few inventions that we did, when we all know we invented way more stuff than they will ever give us credit for. Then Martin Luther King Jr. Then how bad Malcolm X was compared to him. And I'm sure present day it stops with Barack Obama. See, my problem is that we all know that history is written by the winners, hence his story. You have to watch Hidden Colors or the Black Power mixtape or other documentaries to fill in the blanks that they conveniently left out, which is okay Because I don't expect the oppressor to ever be honest. Why would they? They don't gain anything from telling you who you really are or where you come from. That's not their agenda or objective. Growing up in middle school in the eighth grade, I was a part of the Black History Quiz Bowl. I was on the team. I remember studying and remember a stack of papers with nothing but history facts on them. Notice I didn't say black history facts. I remember going to the library and sitting at the table, five students on one side, five students on the other side, both classrooms sitting in the audience watching intently. And the scoreboard in the middle. Then the battle began question after question after question. I will press my buzzer sometimes before the librarian was done asking the question. I came to play. And if you know me, I do not play. Facts on top of facts on top of facts. I was answering them all. It was fun. We made it to the semifinals and unfortunately we lost. But I learned a ton and I had a bunch of fun. And that's one of my favorite childhood memories till this day. But today as an adult, I have new questions that I would like answers to. Why isn't black history recognized as American history? We can learn our American side and then we can learn our African side, whichever country we held from or Caribbean island. It's important to know that slavery is not and was not our beginning. Also, why is it even celebrated in February? The shortest month of the year. Seriously? Damn. Well, I have the answer to the latter question. Here we go. Let's talk about a man named Carter G. Woodson. Anybody familiar with him? He was the son of former slaves. Woodson spent his childhood working in coal mines and quarries. He received his education during a four-month term that was customary for Black schools at the time. At 19, he taught himself English fundamentals and arithmetic. Woodson entered high school at the age of 20, where he completed a four-year curriculum in two years. He graduated from Berea College in 1903, and he went on to earn his master's in history from the University of Chicago and later on earned his doctorate from Harvard. He was the second African-American to receive a doctorate from Harvard. My trivia question to you, who was the first? Do your research. He was disturbed that history textbooks largely ignored America's black population Whitson took on the challenge of writing black Americans into the nation's history. To do this, he established the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. He also founded the group's widely respected publication, The Journal of Negro History. In 1926, Whitson developed Negro History Week. I'm going to say that one more time. In 1926, Carter G. Woodson developed Negro History Week. He believed the achievements of the Negro properly set forth will crown him as a factor in early human progress and a maker of modern civilization. In 1976... 50 years later, Negro History Week expanded into Black History Month. Now, you're wondering, okay, how did it end up in February? Well, Woodson chose the second week of February because it marks the birthdays of two men who greatly influenced the Black American population. Number one, Frederick Douglass, Frederick Douglass escaped slavery and became an abolitionist and a civil rights leader. Though his birthday isn't known, we don't know for certain. He celebrated it on February 14th. President Abraham Lincoln is the second influence for the reason why we celebrate Black History Month in February. As you know, President Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, which abolished slavery in America's Confederate States. And there's a bit more to that story. My advice to you, do your own research. Everything isn't always what it's portrayed as. He was born on February 12th. Carter G. Woodson has been called the father of black history. Now, remember, in 1976, Negro History Week expanded into Black History Month. And here's how it did that. Black History Month was first proposed by black educators and the Black United Students at Kent State University in February of 1969. The first celebration of Black History Month took place at Kent State one year later, from January 2nd to February 28th, 1970. Nice. They actually did it for two months. That's pretty cool. Six years later, Black History Month was being celebrated all across the country in educational institutions, centers of black culture and community centers both great and small. When President Gerald Ford recognized Black History Month in 1976, during the celebration of the United States Bicentennial, he urged Americans to seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of Black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. There it is, everyone. There it is. We discovered the origins of Black History Month. It started out as a week, and then it became a month. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a whole year in the future. That's something Alicia and I discussed recently. She and I are not celebrating Black History Month because it should be celebrated 365 days instead of 28, and in a leap year, 29. When she told me that. I agree with her wholeheartedly. We don't need the government or the country or a calendar to tell us how long to celebrate ourselves and acknowledge our accomplishments. We can do that on our own, and that we will do. I want to share a quote with you from... Mr. Carter G. Woodson himself, before we jump into our next segment. When you control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his actions. I want you to take a moment and let that sink in. As a matter of fact, I want to repeat that one more time. When you control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his actions. Hmm. That's saying a lot. With that being said, let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something to read, something to watch, and something to do. And why, you might ask? Well, I'd be happy to tell you. It's because you deserve to treat yourself. God damn it, that's why. Take some time out for yourself, please. I'm urging you, 5, 10, 15 minutes. I wish you could take an hour. I know that's tough for a lot of people. But boy, if you could get an hour to just do whatever you wanted to do, oh man, that's a beautiful thing. Whether it was productive or unproductive, it is your time to do whatever you want to do. Imagine saving yourself a piece of the pie and then being able to pick up a fork and actually eat it. Damn, that sounds good. If it sounds good, how about you give it a shot and treat yourself, okay? Now, for something to watch, what I recommend, you probably heard me say it earlier. I hope you were listening. A lot of times we have to fill in the blanks in our history through documentaries, and I recommend that you watch Hidden Colors. Hidden Colors is comprised of five different volumes. There are five different parts. I want to read the title to each part, and then I want to tell you a little story about how I got my hands on Hidden Colors. Hidden Colors. This was actually created by Tariq Nasheed. Anybody know Tariq out there? I like Tariq. He's pretty cool. Hidden Colors Part 1. The Untold History of People of Aboriginal, Moor, and African Descent. Part 2. The Triumph of Melanin. Part 3. The Rules of Racism. Part 4. The Religion of White Supremacy. Part five, The Art of Black Warfare. Once again, that was directed by Tariq Nasheed. The first time I got my hands on Hidden Colors, I was in West Virginia. So I would say that was about eight years ago. I would say 2013. 2013, I was getting a haircut by my barber. His name was Marquise. And after my cut, He said, uh, hey man, you, um, you wanna, you wanna see what they've been hiding from us? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know what he was referring to because he was real like hush hush. And it's crazy because it was only me and him there. Um, so I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, what, what's up, man? And he gave me this USB drive. He gave me a black and red USB drive with 32 gigabyte space on it. And I said, man, what's this? He said, you got to check it out. You got to watch it for yourself. And that's my recommendation for you. I'm not going to tell you a thing about hidden colors. Because when you watch it for yourself. You will be speechless. You will be. A host of things. See, I watch it in Colors with multiple different people. And every time we watch it, it is always the same reaction. Somewhere about 25 to 30 minutes in, we have to pause the documentary and we all have a long talk. Because you will be educated on some things that they never wanted to teach you. And that's where I'm going to leave it at. Once again, check out Hidden Colors, directed and created by Tariq Nasheed. There are five different parts. I recommend that you start at part one and work your way on down. Now for something to read. Well, you know what? Let's stay on brand. Let's stay on brand of things that they kept hidden and didn't want to tell us about. I want you to read the book Hidden Figures. The Untold Story of the African-American Women Who Helped Win the Space Race. That was written by Margot Lee Shetterly. Once again, Hidden Figures, The Untold Story of the African-American Women Who Helped Win the Space Race. Now, as you guys may know, The movie came out a few years ago starring Taraji P. Henson. And she was portraying Katherine Johnson, who unfortunately passed away very recently within the last couple of years. If it wasn't for Katherine Johnson, Dorothy Vaughn, Mary Jackson and Christine Darden, we wouldn't have made it to the moon. We would not have. We needed them without them There is no Neil Armstrong on the moon. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. No, none of that. Probably the Russians would have got there first or China or someone else. If it wasn't for those African-American women, we would not have made it to the moon. Now you watch the movie. If you haven't, you can check that out too. But I want you to read the book, okay? I want you to get every detail that you could get out of it because it's real. This is the stuff they didn't tell us in high school, in middle school, in elementary school. Not when I was there. But I'm glad that I'm taking the time to learn it now. Because here's the thing. The more you know about yourself and where you come from, the more you know about what you are capable of doing. Okay? I want you to think about that. All right. Now for something to do. You know what I want you to do, guys? We practice what we preach. I want you to do your own research. I asked a few different trivia questions throughout this episode. I want you to find the answer to them. And I want you to go beyond I want you to find something out that you didn't know about American history. And as some people like to call it, black history. All right. If you enjoy this episode and you would like to support this podcast, then by all means, please do so. All you have to do is simply text this episode link to one person in your phone. Just one. You know what, guys? Let's spread the word. All right. There's a lot of information in this episode. Let's pass it along. Each one teach one. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this question. What do you think? What is your personal opinion? Do you think black history American history should be celebrated more than 28 or 29 days? Thank you.